Welcome to the I'm Done Apologizing podcast, where we're creating a community of women who advocate and empower. I'm Michelle, and I'm so glad you're joining me. This week, I'm very excited to have my sister, Amy Hopper, as my guest for this week's episode. Amy is a middle school math and STEM teacher, cheerleading coach, and scholastic bowl coach. She has been working with middle school students for 14 years. In her almost decade and a half in education, Amy has had a front row seat to many changes and developments in education, including those of technology and how that technology has affected kids' development and growth, both as students and their personal lives as they grow into young adults. If you're interested in learning more, stick around. All right, I want to thank my sister Amy for joining us this week to talk a little bit more about navigating technology with kiddos. And so, Amy, thanks for joining us this week. Um, How did you get interested in the topic of technology with kids? Well, thank you for having me. Um, First, so several years ago, our school became a one-to-one district. So what that means is every student had a device in their hands. At the grade school, they were given an iPad. At the junior high and high school, they were given Chromebooks. And the purpose of that was for us to be able to implement more technology into our classrooms to help our kids, you know, learn in this technological world that they're all growing up in. Um, Then, of course, two years ago, we all went fully remote for due to the pandemic and my school went hybrid for the next year. And so we were using technology more than we had ever used in our entire lives. Sure. Um, the problem with that is that our kids were never really taught how to use those devices. Hmm. And we found that they didn't know how to do certain things that we just expected them to know. Sure. Um, when, when kids are given devices at such early ages, you know, many as babies are already playing on phones, playing on iPads. We just kind of expect that they know how to do things and they don't. And so, um, you know, we just need to make sure that we are doing a better job of teaching them how to use those things. Yeah, I think about my own kiddos and we just put them in their hands to entertain them and then um, teaching them when it's appropriate to text from an iPad and those sorts of things. So that's a really good point. Uh, So I'm curious, what are some common misuses of technology that you see kids struggling through? Uh, So one thing that I noticed, especially with our younger students, um, is they are pretty much addicted to video games. And at any given time during the school day, you can see one of our fifth or sixth graders walking down the hallway playing a game on their Chromebook, not doing work, playing games on their Chromebook. Um, And our older kids are just as addicted to the video games as our younger kids, but they are more so on their cell phones than on their Chromebooks. Sure. Um, you know, they would be walking down the hallway playing a video game on their cell phone or texting on their cell phone or Snapchatting or watching TikToks or all the m- multiple things that they could be doing on social media instead of watching where they're going or <laughs> um, doing the work that they're supposed to be doing. And, um, on top of that, the social media and the texting is where kids tend to get in trouble. Sure. Um, it's really easy to type something up when you're angry and mm-hmm. send it. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, we've all been there. We've all typed something right. up and 
maybe sent it without meaning to, or um, maybe we didn't mean to, you know, but our kids' brains are not developed enough to know that that's not appropriate. Um, And it's really easy for them to do that much easier than going up to somebody and talking to them face-to-face and trying to work it out with them. Um, Then on top of that, the kids who are receiving those text messages or those social media posts don't know how to react or um, don't know how to ignore when those comments are being made to them. Right, right. That resilience piece or that, um, you know, picking, choosing your battles piece of it, I can imagine is, is really challenging. And it's, and it's one of those things where, you know, they, because they're being attacked, they want to attack right back and they don't know how to appropriately, um, not appropriately attack, but appropriately handle the situation. Right, right, right. For sure. So how do you think technology has affected our kids the most? Well, those social and coping skills are lacking. Um, mm-hmm. They have to know how to how to socialize with people. They have to know how to cope with different situations as they become adults. And um, so many things happen on a screen anymore that they don't know how to interact with their peers and interact right. with other people. Um, for example, if you walked into our lunchroom on any given day, you would see eight kids sitting at a table most of them sitting there looking at their screen, not talking to a single person Hmm. um, at their table because they're so addicted to that technology that they haven't learned those social skills. Um, On top of that, like I said before, they're very quick to send a mean text or a Snapchat um, rather than confronting them in in person. Um, And we all know we've all gotten those emails or those text messages that are very easy to misinterpret. And so when texts are sent, um, they are often misinterpreted and that typically ends up making matters worse. Absolutely. Um, We also have several kids who just don't get enough sleep at night. And this is a big part. A big part of this is that they're up late playing video games or they're Hmm. up late texting their friends or watching TikToks. And again, I'm guilty of this too. I (laughs) lay there and scroll through TikTok until I am ready to fall asleep. Right. Um, But kids have a harder time understanding that they need their sleep and that, you know, the games will be there or whatever. Um, So then they come to school and they're falling asleep in class or at the very least, they just can't concentrate in class because they are so tired. Sure. And then they end up getting their second wind that night and doing it all over again. It's a vicious cycle that they get into. For sure. Right. And kids arguably need more sleep than adults, arguably, because I like my sleep as well. But um, I think that's part of the development, right? Like the their development as little humans uh, and their brain. So not getting that sleep might be also a contributing factor to that development cycle of, of all of this too. Wow. Absolutely. And also the technology tends to overstimulate the kids. And then, so then if they're, you know, watching their videos at a late hour or whatever, um, then they can't sleep because their brain is so overstimulated. It needs the rest and they're not ready to give it the rest. For sure. For sure. 
So um, you've shared a lot of really great information, Amy, and I'm appreciative of you talking through this. What are some of those tips that you have for the listeners with kiddos in their lives, whether that's their own kids or nieces and nephews or just neighbor kids? What are some of those tips that you would offer? Well, I think first and foremost, if you're going to give your child a device, whatever it may be, um, there need to be guidelines set for the kid. Uh, They can't just be given a device and say, here you go, have fun. Um, whether maybe that's, they get a time frame, they get a time limit. Mm -hmm. You only get two hours of screen time a day, or you can be on, you can have your iPad between the hours of 3 PM and 6 PM, whatever that may be. Um, that's going to help them to learn the boundaries that they need to set for themselves. Um, they, again, their brains are not developed enough to, know those boundaries yet. And so we have to set those boundaries for them. Um, As they get older and they start using cell phones, it may be, um, hey, I need to know your passcode to get on your phone and I'm going to check your phone. Uh, And while that may sound a little bit controlling, the purpose or the idea would be that they know that if they're doing something wrong on their phone, you're going to find out. And they, again, their brains are not developed enough to know that what the boundaries are or that they're not going to make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. Um, but if you set those boundaries for them and you tell them and you keep those lines of communication open with them and say, Hey, I'm going to be checking on you. They're at least more, um, likely to think about those things rather than just flying by the seat of their pants. Um, and again, even with the older kids, maybe you say, okay, your phone is charged in the kitchen starting at 9 PM, you know, Mm -hmm. then they're not laying in bed with a phone and on it until late hours of the night. Um, they're not likely to be sending inappropriate text messages or, um, mean text messages or Snapchats late at night when you're in bed, um, if that's not an option, that you, there are ways that you can shut off apps at certain times on your kid's phones. So then you still have control, even though your kid has that cell phone with them um, at night. So I think the biggest thing is making sure that to help your kiddos set those boundaries and keeping with that. As they get older and they show that they're responsible, maybe some of those boundaries can become more flexible, but Mm -hmm. that flexibility has to be earned. It can't just be given with the device. For sure. Also makes me think I probably need to get my oldest uh, watch out of her bedroom to charge at night because I do get a couple text messages when she's supposed to be sleeping. So um, for sure, something that I need to consider. I also have me think a little bit too, Amy, about... Um, not just them being the mean person, but what if they're the victim and a recipient of things where they're getting bullied too? Being having those boundaries already established with your kiddos to be able to check their text messages or check their Snapchat history or whatever um, sorts of things those are there. Even telling them that in Snapchat, they ex- you expect them to have the 24 hour where it's saved in their chat so that you're able to monitor and see because their brains are not going to register if something is not appropriate um, at that age. So that's great. Absolutely. And, you know, as the technology has evolved, I think that 
bullying has gotten way worse than what it ever was when you and I were in school. Absolutely. You know, when you and I were in school, the bullying happened at school yeah. or the bullying happened at the football game or whatever. Yeah. But then we were able to disconnect from it. And these yeah. kids aren't able to right. because of those cell phones and the t- 24 hours of access. Yep. Um, so having some of those boundaries set could also help with the bring down the, the bullying um, and help them to learn coping skills with the bullying if it's not a 24 hour thing. Absolutely. This is good stuff. This is some really good stuff. Um, well, we are winding down here on our time together. What kind of final thoughts do you have for the listeners around this topic of navigating technology with the kiddos? Technology is a wonderful thing. We have all gotten to learn technology as we've gotten older. And, um, you know, there are fun things out there to use with technology. And technology is also a very good resource um, when it comes to school, but it has to be used properly. And if it's not being used properly, then it becomes a negative thing. Um, So I think the most important thing is to find the positives with technology and to help our kiddos navigate to find the positives and rather than the negatives. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Amy, thanks again so much for spending time with us this week. We um, have really learned a lot. I know I definitely have, and I am sure that the listeners have as well. So thank you for following along. If you have chosen to listen to this episode, I'm so grateful that you continue to choose to listen. Uh, This week's affirmations are, I'm done apologizing for spending time on myself. I'm done apologizing for setting boundaries for me and for my kiddos. I'm done apologizing for you fill in the blank. Go have an amazing week and do all the awesome things that I know you're capable of. And remember, if you like this podcast, if you love this episode, make sure you like, follow, and share out on those social media networks. Screenshot this episode and share it for others to hear if you think that they would enjoy this topic. And don't forget to mark your notifications. You want to know whenever a new episode drops and go in there and make sure that you mark that notification and check that it is on. And remember, our episodes drop my episodes drop on Mondays. uh, And so you want to circle back around every Monday to make sure you're catching an episode. Remember that you can get freebies at the link in the bio of my Instagram account, or you can find them in the show notes. And remember, you're fabulous. You're a badass. You've got this, and I'm here for you.